On today's episode, we're going to be talking about when God's absence is a good thing on Soul Zero Two. And welcome to Soul Zero Two. This is a podcast that is putting the oxygen back into the Christian life one soul at a time. And uh, my voice is a little under the weather because it's spring and kind of like the allergies start kicking up, so I might be a little hoarse today. But I want to talk to you today about when God's absence is a good thing. And we get this idea, of course, from the scriptures again. I, I'm a man of, you know, believes in the scriptures, and I like to um, share what, what God is saying and doing, you know, through the scriptures. I, I don't like to just say, you know, God this, this God did something and then make it up and then kind of say that's truth. You know, it has to verify from the scripture. But here's the scripture I want to give you today from John 16, 7. And these are the words of Jesus, where he said, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is for your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the advocate will come, will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. So here you have this, this disturbing scripture that Jesus says, I got to leave. And for those of, of us maybe who might struggle with abandonment issues, uh, which maybe I, sh I should talk about that sometime, but uh, th that's a hard word to hear because it's not tangible because you're like, okay, you're leaving, so what what's next? So Jesus talks about this advocate, right? But first, let me just kind of broach this subject today. Is it a bad thing necessarily when we don't always feel that God is near? And the answer, the short answer is absolutely not. It's not a bad thing. In fact, sometimes God's absence is absolutely vital to your spiritual growth. And that is so important to know that. And it's, again, it's hard if, if you're the kind of person who's been abandoned and God is not there or you don't feel like he's there. Um, that's a hard word to receive. But there's this, there's this illusion sometimes that people believe that departure is necessarily a bad thing. That if someone we loved goes away or, 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 or something we hold dearly as a support system leaves us, that that's a bad thing. Or something we, we relied on, you know, we lose it. That's a bad thing. Um, and, but in Jesus, in Jesus, story he's telling, or not story, but he's, he's given principle here. The, the opposite is true, that in his case, in his case, he has to go away for things to get better. And which, which brings me to simply this point, that sometimes God steps back so that you can come into your fullness as a person. And you cannot come into your fullness as long as, 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 God is there, and He's like, I want, I want you to come into your fullness. So I'm going to step back, and that's what Jesus did in this in this matter. And we find that uh, in the scriptures in the Old Testament, Jacob was left alone, and then he wrestled he wrestled with an angel, and then he got a new name and destiny and purpose and all this. And that would not have happened if Jacob was not left alone. So when Jesus departed, it allowed the disciples to step into something more powerful than they could have stepped into had he stayed. He, they could not become more if Jesus had stayed. So Jesus didn't come to complete the work in us. He came to start the work in us. So that begs the next question today. Who fills this void? When Jesus departed, right, who, who came to replace him? 
Let me just say this. Jesus' work was to suffer and die for humanity, then to sit at the right hand of God to intercede for us, his children. The Holy Spirit's work is to do the rest. He is Jesus' representative on earth. And we find another thing I want to share about this. Benefits, right? What do we benefit when God leaves? And there are a lot of things that happen when God leaves, but someone else is coming to be with us is more of a deeper thing that will happen and more intimate than if Jesus stayed. But in general, let, let me say this, the Holy Spirit is omnipresent. It says in Psalm 139, 7 and 8, Where can I go if I, if I, uh, where can I go from your spirit, rather, or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, which is hell, you are there. God's presence is everywhere. That's omnipresent. He's everywhere at the same time, which is amazing. It's mind-boggling to us. Our minds can't really fathom that. Jesus is omnipresent through the Holy Spirit. That's the point. That when Jesus left the earth, it is so that he could be omnipresent through the Holy Spirit. Because while Jesus was on earth, he could not be everywhere at the same time. So thank God that he gave us his Holy Spirit so that he could finish his work everywhere in the world because God has children everywhere, every nation, creed, every color. He has people and he can be with them all, all, all the time, everywhere. And so let me also say this, that the Holy Spirit is not only omnipresent, but the Holy Spirit is the advocate of the believer. When you, hear, when you think of advocate, what do you think about? Well, John 14, 16, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. In other words, Jesus could not be with them forever. But the advocate, and Jesus through the advocate, can. And the advocate is the Holy Spirit. And the word advocate simply means this. It's parakletos. It means helper or intercessor. And in general, parakletos is a legal assistant or an advocate in a, in a court of law. And so Jesus was, he's the, he is our advocate in heaven. He intercedes for us. When we pray, he intercedes for us to the Father. And he is the relational connection between us and the Father in heaven. But the Holy Spirit is our advocate on earth, that while we're here, while we're living in flesh and blood, and we're on this planet, Jesus is with us through the Holy Spirit, which I think is amazing and encouraging. So that means one thing, you are never truly alone. You may not emotionally always feel it, but you are never truly alone. And it's important that you understand that because some of us, you know, we, we struggle with that, all right? You know, I, I've, in, my own, in my own life, I've had that, you know, abandonment stuff going on. You know. But when you realize, when you really get the revelation that God is with you, Jesus is with you all the time, He never leaves you, it's an amazing thing. But here's another thing, and it's more of a negative reality, but the Holy Spirit is the prosecuting attorney to the non-believer. And I'll give you that right here. Right, let's give you that right here. So, John 16, 8, right, it says, And when He comes, He will prove the world wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. What does that really mean? And I didn't have a whole lot, a lot of time to look at all the original language in that. And I'm no expert or anything, but I have good, I have really good sources, resources, and stuff. But, but I believe it means this: that we don't have. It's not our job to convict people of sin. 
It's not our job to judge them of sin. It's not our job to tell them, you know, uh, you know, you're wrong, so to speak, right? And but don't get me wrong. There's a context to that too. When when we preach the gospel, we have to preach about the realities and consequences of sin, right? We know that. But it is not our primary job to be the convictor of people. That's the Holy Spirit's job. And so I can't, con I can never convict somebody through apologetics, through parsing Greek verbs, or through my my wit or my reason. But the Holy Spirit can. That's the point. He can show a person that they're wrong. When he begins working on someone's heart, that's when transformation comes. And sometimes, you know, people think, well, I, mean, I can convince them with my arguments. Man, people don't care about your arguments. They care about, is God inside you? Is the power of, of the Spirit inside you? That's what they really care about. So the Holy Spirit goes beyond what society says is right and wrong and shows the heart what is right and wrong. And everyone has this built into them to some extent. But also, I want to say this today, that the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of the Father in you. That to me is the most, the most encouraging thing, that when you realize that, that God Himself is living in you through the Holy Spirit, that the Creator of the universe lives inside you because of the Holy Spirit. And I'm talking to believers now. That's an amazing thing. It changes the way you see yourself. It changes the way that you live. It changes the way that you that you uh, you know sin or don't sin. You know, it, it, you don't take sin lightly when when the Creator of the universe is living inside you. And and Ezekiel thirty seven fourteen puts it beautifully. And I will put my Spirit into you, and I will live, and you will live. And, and this is a promise that God gave way back in the Old Testament that would someday come true in Christ, you know, through the Holy Spirit. And so, so one last question before we, we close this out. How do, you, how do you steward the Holy Spirit? How do you steward God's presence in your life? When I say steward, I don't mean control or anything weird like that. I mean, how do you respond to Him? How do you, how do you uh, let, him, let Him deal with you, right? Um, we, we, we steward His presence by allowing the Spirit to fill the emptiness of, of Jesus not being there all the time or, or us not feeling Him all the time. If you know that the Holy Spirit is in you and Jesus is, is in you through the Holy Spirit, then you don't have to rely on your emotions anymore. You don't have to think about, well, I don't feel Him, so He's not there. He's always there no matter what. In the Old Testament, the tabernacle, uh, people had a journey to go to the tabernacle and journey far just to worship. But in the New Testament, guess what? You're it. You're the temple. What do I mean by that? It says very poignantly in uh, 1 Corinthians 3.16, it says, Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in you? And that's a very powerful thing when you think about it. Gordon Fee once put it this way, Paul believed, and Gordon Fee was a real scholar on the Holy Spirit, uh, he said, Paul believed the Spirit is not merely an impersonal force or influence or power. The Spirit is none other than the fulfillment of the promise that God gave Himself, that God gave Himself would once again be present with His people. And, and through the Old Testament, you find scriptures where God says, I'm going to put my Spirit in you. What, what does He mean? His Holy Spirit. He's always with you. Our hopes become more significant when we move from Jesus being ever-present 
to Jesus to to uh, Jesus being absent, but being present through the Holy Spirit, when you know He's always there through the Holy Spirit. And Romans 5.5 5 says this, And hope does not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. So God gave us His Spirit for a specific reason, so that we can enjoy Jesus at every moment. That's why Jesus said, Abide in me, right? Abide in me, which means you can live in Him, and He can live in you at every moment through the Holy Spirit. That's an amazing thing when you think about it. And one last scripture before we close. We find uh, this scripture in First uh, John 4, 4, where it says, For the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. And that's it. That's a just a note of encouragement to close with that that God is always with you. He lives inside you, and and greater is is He who is in you than He. Whatever force in the world attacks you, Jesus is greater. It doesn't matter. So I want to encourage you today to know that God never leaves you. He's always with you, and He loves you. If you like this podcast, please leave a like and recommend it to a friend. And please subscribe. Right, we're we're trying to grow this, so please subscribe and and uh, leave a comment, okay? Thank you so much. God bless you.